You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Brand Finance Global released their top rankings for 2024, identifying the top 500 uh, brands globally in their latest report and where those brands rank in terms of strength and value. I'm joined on the line by the Chair of Brand Finance Africa, Jeremy Sampson, to take a look at uh, the latest report and what it all means. Good evening, Jeremy. Thanks for the time. How do we measure a brand's value? Hi, Jimmy. Good to be with you and good to hear David in fine form as well. (laughs) Brand finance um, basically for 27 years has been valuing brands. And um, we use um, the ISO 10668, which allows you to value the brand from a financial perspective. And then there's IO 20671, which is brand evaluation, which is the brand strength. So the first part is the figures and all the numbers, and that's what the top 500 relates to. And then, as I say, brand strength, that's more the reputation, uh, investment, sustainability, ESG, the so-called fluffy areas, the softer areas of the brand. So, Jeremy, which brands stood out uh, in the latest survey? I mean, let's start with uh, the global brands. I see Apple tops uh, the list. They've finally taken top spot, outshining the likes of uh, Google, Microsoft, uh, which Microsoft, considering they're now the most valued uh, company by market cap, would be surprising that they topped Apple in that respect, but Apple is a more valuable brand? Well, you raise a good point. Um, But this research was done at the end of last year. And then remember, Apple was the biggest by market cap. um, And it's only the last couple of weeks that Microsoft has got on top of them. But this shows the the strength of the tech brands, doesn't it? You know, Apple has just moved slightly ahead. But Microsoft, Google and Amazon, all three of them are very, very close together. And then when you go to the fourth one, Samsung, you start dropping away. And then you have things like Walmart, TikTok, Facebook, Deutsche Telekom, and one of the Chinese banks. So there's quite a mixed bag of different sectors, but it's still the tech brands that are powering ahead. Um, And as we've seen on the NASDAQ and that sort of thing, these are the brands to be with at the moment. Jeremy, would you say trends are influencing uh, brands? I mean, we, we, we noticed a couple of tech companies there. Would you say things like AI seem to be influencing how brands are being perceived and that's affecting their value uh, or their strength, uh, depending on how we look at it? Uh, that's a great question, because I think I could say safely that 12 months ago, I wasn't even quite sure what AI was. But we've had an explosion, haven't we, over the last 12 months? This is the new revolution. You know, we had the Internet, and now we've got AI. Uh, just seeing the commentators who are in Davos or the World Economic Forum, which started, what, on Monday this week, they say the big thing there is AI. Uh, and you would have seen that one of the fastest rises by brand value was, I hope I pronounce it right, NVIDIA, uh, which is actually shot up incredibly powerfully. But this is where I think AI is still in its infancy, uh, affecting our lives. Apparently, it has been around much longer than a year, and I was quite surprised to see it goes back several years. But now it's really blossoming and taking over. Jeremy, are we seeing that alongside the trends that uh, to the on the negative side of that, we're seeing uh, conversations around company boycotts. Do those seem to be having an impact on the brands? I mean, what comes to mind are the likes of the the, the Zara's and the Coca-Cola's of the world who have 
been on the receiving end of uh, social media boycotts over their statements or their positions on the conflicts in the Middle East, particularly pertaining to Israel. Are we seeing that uh, brand participants are more conscious around this, at least from a strength point of view, uh, where it looks at those softer pieces around ESG and socially responsible uh, approaches? Are companies being affected by their stance on conflicts? Absolutely. They're they're being affected by all sorts of things, but with digital media uh, and people, everyone's got a voice, whether they're on Facebook or whatever, they can actually have a huge impact. I think it was Anheuser-Busch last year with their light beer took a huge hit um, and their share price dropped, their market share dropped. Uh, Today, as we speak, We've got issues, whether it's the uh, Palestinian situation, whether it's happening in Russia, Ukraine or whatever. Um, And this is where I think major, major companies, they've always been conscious of reputational issues. But that over the last decade or so has become more and more important uh, because it can impact, you know, whether you have boycotts and that can affect their sales, their share price. So it's a very tricky area. And this is why now major, major companies have very large departments of comms people, experts in reputation, crisis management, and all these things, because that's a real danger to Dether, whether it's true or not. And that's the other thing we have to watch, because what is the truth today? And I think that's a whole other debate. But we know that sometimes things are being put out which are false, but we don't know they're false, perhaps. And then they gather momentum, and that can impact individuals and companies as well. Mm, it's about managing expectations and reputations as well that becomes so much more sure. important. Jeremy, why are there no African brands in the top 500 brands? Are we Surely we can't be saying that of the top 500 uh, biggest brands in the world, there can't be a single African brand there? <laughs> you raise a good point. We sometimes get upset, you know, me being based in Johannesburg, that uh, sometimes our rankings have no reference to Africa at all. And we keep on saying to our guys in London, come on, guys, there must be some glimmer somewhere. Look, the, the most valuable African brand, not just South Africa, is MTN. Um, but when you actually look at the values of brands, MTN is well outside the top 500, not just outside, but well outside. What are the factors that uh, impact us? No, I, I said to a colleague in London, give me, give me a soundbite. And he said, well, quite simple. Take a house in, say, the northern suburbs of Johannesburg, which might cost on average, should we say, five million rand. Five million rand house. Uh, you move it to London in a similar area, perhaps an hour out of the center of London. That house would probably sell for more like one million pounds. What's one million pounds today? It's about 24 million rand. And he used that to illustrate the fact that because of currency issues, risk factors, um, things like lack of government support for brands and things like that, Africa is just actually slipping further and further away from the top 500. To give you an example, in fact, of a major brand that's come up, which most people have not heard of, totally supported by the Chinese government, is the Chinese e-car, the BID, BYD which, as you might have seen, I think a month ago, was reporting more sales per unit than Tesla. Now, most people have never heard of bid until, again, perhaps about a year ago, but they're flooding these bid electric cars into Europe. And you might have seen that it's got the whole European community into a lather because these cheap Chinese cars are coming in and flooding the market. 
And this is where there are so many things going on. But coming back to Africa, the currencies are slipping away against the dollar. The dollar is obviously extra strong at the moment, and that doesn't help. But again, the risk factors. When you actually look at MTN, look at the countries it's still in. It's still in Afghanistan. It's still in Yemen. It's still in Sudan. It's still in Iran. Now, and these are all very, very high-risk areas. Well, we hope that this does change, and I'm definitely going to be having this conversation with uh, the head of Africa at the World Economic Forum and getting his thoughts on that. But we'll leave it at that. Thanks so much, Jeremy. That's Jeremy Sampson, who's the chair of Brand Finance Africa on the most valuable global brands at the moment. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.